0: Welcome back, Quick Brain. Your question for today, this is an important one. How do you create your positive peer group? For years, we've been talking about how do you optimize your brain health? We talked about good brain diet, we talked about sleep, We talked about optimizing and reducing uh, your stress management. Yet there was one element that uh, we mentioned that we don't think gone really deep into. So I'm excited about this episode how to create a positive peer group. You know, you've heard these phrases in personal development, who you spend time with is who you become and we're the average of the five people we spend the most time with. But we know nobody could do it alone, that it's not just your neurological networks, for sure, it's also your social networks. So to have this conversation with you, I've brought a good friend on, his name is John Levy. He's a human behavioral scientist and author of this brand new book, You're Invited. I love that title. The Art and Science of Cultivating Influence. Welcome, on the sh- welcome to the show, John.
1: I am super excited to be here. Uh, Jim, you know that like literally for years, I've been okay. a fan of your work. And the community that you've built is absolutely incredible. And so it's uh, it's a treat to be on. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you, man. You know, I watched your your TED Talk <laughs> about the, not only creating meaningful relationships, it's the connections, but it's also having uh, levels of uh, trust. How do you build those trusted relationships?
1: Oh, for sure. So first of all, I think you point to something really important. Uh, nobody likes networking. <laughs> it's literally the worst. Yeah. Researchers have uh, found that you're, unconscious association to networking is needing to wash your hands because you are you feel so dirty from it Mm. but what we don't feel dirty from is making friends
0: yeah
1: and so what we need to do is figure out what naturally causes people to become friends now if you're introverted my hunch is you still like having friends you just might prefer to connect with fewer people at a time you don't have to be hosting massive dinner parties or huge events you could connect with people one or two at a time and what's nice is that it's almost more like your superpower the introverts that i know tend to be really good at creating deeper relationships Mm -hmm. Uh, whereas the extroverts might have more of them but it's not a contest it's what provides your life value so in the the first stage i really had to realize that just about everybody wants to connect with more people And you might think, John, that sounds ridiculous. The influential people I know, they're probably too busy. Everybody's trying to get something from them. And I would agree that they might not want to connect with people who are just trying to use them, like you would feel with networking. But it's important to understand that at least in America, in 1985, the average American had three friends besides family. By 2004, in less than a generation, we were down to two. This is before social media. This is before any of that other stuff. It's mostly because people started moving away from their family and friends, either to go to school or for work and so on. Now the real risk is that when you look at what causes human beings to live a long time, it's not like eating kale every day or meditating. Those things are great for you, right? But the number two greatest predictor of human longevity is close social ties and number one is social integration meaning that you are part of a community so if we want to optimize for longevity and quality of life it's really important to understand what causes us to connect what causes us to build trust quickly because we might not always have 30 years to develop it (laughs) over the long term and what gives us a sense of belonging that same belonging that Is such an essential predictor for our well-being. Mm -hmm.
0: And you can think about, I would imagine, uh, as a hunter-gatherer, it was important that we had those ties, you know, for safety, for our own security.
1: It's interesting. We are absolutely not the strongest. We are not the fastest. What we are better at than every other species is working together. And when we are not in those communities where we have an opportunity to work together, we get really lonely and we get it our brain sends us a signal saying we're isolated we're probably not safe we should find people mm-hmm. uh,
0: the novelty is so important we, we talk about a lot of that even for brain training that you know the grow for neuroplasticity is novelty and, and nutrition and obviously mm-hmm. obviously rest and you're able to cultivate this amazing community because what people appreciate and they value things they help create Yeah, right and they're putting in the the effort
1: it's uh it's pretty wild the other thing i'd also really encourage is that most successful people don't get to spend their time with other successful people they spend Mm -hmm. most of their times with their admins and so if you can create a, a culture where you bring interesting people together others will go far out of their way for it so like I, I think we've we've been to TED at the same time. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. Now, I go to TED like I barely listen to the talks. I can just hear them online if I want to. <laughs> I go because I know there'll be people like you there. Yeah, people who are like industry leaders thinking about things in different ways, and that's what excites me. It's the curation. Now, I'll I'll be honest. On day one, my dinners were not such an impressive group of people. Good, and that
0: that and that's good because people who are listening, like, how do I reach an Olympian and a Fortune five hundred executive and you know all these these celebrities? But it's you know it's it's proof that you know even with the professional everyone everyone starts somewhere. That every 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 champion was once a beginner. You know, yeah. by little little becomes
1: a lot. It's it's kind of funny. The first dinner I did was such a train wreck, but I actually <laughs> think it worked better because the attendees, first of all, felt really involved and like they were making it work out. Mm-hmm. And then the second was, it was creating a series of vulnerability loops. Like I was just honest, I was like, this is the first time I'm trying this, I need your help to figure this out. And because I put myself out there, then they responded with uh, with their own vulnerability and saying, how about we do this or their ideas. and. We figured it out together. So one of the first things I recommend is, if you're an introvert, great, do it at the scale of one or two people, go for a hike or even a walk, but find something that you actually enjoy. Because if you don't enjoy it, then you're gonna wanna stop it after the first or second time. Mm. The second is be vulnerable with the people that you invite and tell them, hey, I'm trying to figure out how to make this interesting. Do you have any suggestions? Who do you recommend I invite next time? because that's how I got a lot of my initial guests is people would recommend, oh, so-and-so from this TV show would love to do this. I didn't know anybody from TV shows when I started, but by like the fourth or fifth time I did it, then eventually people would come. And I was also relentless about inviting people. Any event I would go to that I met somebody even mildly interesting, I would invite them. And then I found something out that totally surprised me. Olympians and Nobel laureates and people like that are incredibly easy to find because often their email addresses are public. Hmm. And so all I would do is figure out which Nobel laureates and Olympians lived in the area. And so I just started inviting them. And if you're a retired athlete, there aren't that many, unless you were like a major superstar, there aren't many people trying to approach you anymore. So you can get a hold of phenomenally successful, phenomenally interesting people who aren't as high demand as like the hot recent Oscar winner. And they would love to meet you, especially if you're doing something novel that people are, can invest effort into and have fun together.
0: And you have the vulnerability that, that leads to trust. Yeah. That's amazing um everyone i encourage everybody to get a copy of john's new book this is really a a blueprint if you will for creating those meaningful trusted relationships and it's one of those things it's a reminder that anyone feels like they're alone you know on this journey we all need people to uh, to challenge us to encourage us to be kind to us to cheerlead for us to share ideas with us you know and if you haven't found that person be that person for somebody else you know, and invite them on this journey, even if it's one or two two individuals, because you never know the ripple effects that has. Is mm. and so, um, so I appreciate all the practical insights. And then this book, what would you say is the big takeaway for uh, for your for people who are going to go and get their copy?
1: Uh, that you can literally redefine any aspect of your life with the people you connect with. Yeah, and I, frankly, was. Broke overweight and had no idea what I wanted to do with my career. And then, as I started surrounding myself with people who were really fit, I started getting in shape. Yeah. And with business leaders like you, Jim, I started seeing, okay, maybe there's opportunities for me to do something with the knowledge and expertise that I've developed. And suddenly, I have a much more interesting career. And I'll be honest, I'm always trying to figure out what I'm going to be when I grow up, but I'm fortunate enough that I can get answers from top experts. Yeah. Uh which makes a world of difference.
0: Yeah, I could I could appreciate that. This is um I love the the book because it has so many science references and I love being out <laughs> about that. But there's also there's a science to connecting, but there's also it's surely an art also as well. So so thank you for sharing that. How do people stay in touch or how do people get the book?
1: Oh, so the book is available everywhere. So Amazon, Barnes and Noble's, uh the indie book shops. Yes, please. And Support your local independent bookshops Uh, and then the getting a hold of me. I'm super easy because I'm like the human connection person. So I'm literally on every platform is John Levy, T-L-B. That's J-O-N-L-E-V-Y, T like Thomas, L like lion, B like boy. And that's my website. And uh, I've actually also put up a bunch of games on my website under the book section uh, for you if you want to play them with your friends. Uh, to get to know them better and have some fun yeah. together.
0: And let's let's offer everyone a quick challenge. Uh, I, I challenge everybody uh, first of all, to watch the, the the full interview here on YouTube. you know for iTunes and Spotify, you know, we keep it to 20 minutes or less, but we'll pull the full unedited version on, on YouTube. so make sure you watch it there um, as well as get the book. But take a screenshot wherever you're consuming this. and uh, and tag John, tag myself when you post it. Um, So we get to see it. I'll repost uh, some of my my favorites. And what's one thing we want to ask them to do, John, while they're posting? Do you want them to to list something? So
1: I I would tag a friend that they want to connect with and catch up with. Use it as a way to say, hey, you're somebody who I think is awesome. And let's find a way to be in touch and hang out.
0: I like that a lot. So make sure you tag your plus one on there, somebody to remind them. That you want to go deeper with them, that you miss them, and then want to spend some time. And I'll actually gift a copy of your invited to one person just as a thank you for engaging, and uh, and playing this game along with us. Oh, that's super generous. John, yeah, John, thank you so much for being on our show, and uh, and for sharing this. This is like very important. Again, you know, I while we recommend eating the best brain foods ever and optimizing your sleep. Uh, and managing your stress and reading every single day. One of the most important things you can do for your learning in your life is to engage uh, with other individuals and to have that to have that connection, those deep, meaningful connections. You know, if your life is worth living, it's worth remembering, and it's also worth uh, worth creating like these magical moments that that we share. And I've and I've been fortunate to have many with you, and I'll look forward to many more.
1: Me too. Thanks for having me Thanks. on.
0: I hope you're enjoying this episode. And if you want to go deeper with many of these authors that we have on our podcast, these experts, I want to invite you to join our quick success program. This is our monthly lives that I do where I teach something brand new that we haven't taught before, answer your burning questions. And also we have something that people have been requesting for many years, a quick book club. This is your limitless book club where every single month we read a book together. Uh, like a book provided by this author. And then we get the author to come online and join us for a one hour share, going deeper in these strategies, how to put them into practice,